Hey, welcome to episode five of We're Freaking Out. Yeah. Yeah, this episode we have the continuation, the grand finale, the solutions presented by the documentary Hidden Colors with comedian Ron Taylor. Absolutely. Very interesting episode. Uh, We finally get to the part of the documentary where they uh, suggest and uh, and bring up the, the topic of solutions. So uh, it, it does get to be a little bit more interesting on somewhat more of a positive note. Yeah, I think Ron solves racism or something. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I, 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 think think, that's what yeah I think it's over now. Yeah, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Ron. Um, Ron Taylor is a paid regular at the World Famous Comedy Store. He is a Detroit comedian living here in L.A. now. He's been on Comedy Central's Bill Burr Presents The Ringer. Uh, he was on BET Live at the Apollo. <laughs> I feel like on, I just remembered his most recent and his first credit. He's been <laughs> on uh, Netflix radio. Yes. So, yes, he is, he's super funny, great friend. And uh, I really uh, think that you guys are going to enjoy what we have to say. So, enjoy. Enjoy. Are we back? Back. <laughs> well, we are back, and we learned a lot. We also learned how to make simple sugar. Simple syrup. Syrup. I guess we didn't so learn that aside. much. That's a tangent. So, yeah, the last section was about solutions. Was solutions. So now that we've watched a two-hour documentary about how the white man is evil, why the white man is evil, how long the white man been evil, and... More than that, which is the purpose of this documentary, why colored people are great, how long colored people have been great, and how, why, when, all this stuff they've been great. Now that we watched all that, we're at Solution. How do we get the white man up off our back? How do black people go from obscurity of being hidden, thus hidden colors, and, uh, you know, come up out of obscurity and live our best life, as Brother Duval would say. Mm-hmm. And they had a, a few solutions. And uh, it, it definitely was interesting to hear each person kind of present it from their own perspective, uh, especially considering listening to the solutions that people have come up with just outside of this in general, uh, especially just as of late. And so hearing... Um, I forget who spoke about this, but of the importance of creating your own, uh, creating your own, not not needing to rely on anybody else, and just creating your own solutions for having food and and water and shelter and things like oh, that. Oh, that was Dr. Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson, yeah. yeah he that, said something wildly interesting because I've seen it before, of course, but I didn't remember that part. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying was to gain the attention of the masses. You have to have a certain set of things. And he said, he pointed out each black group that like had some type of success and that, you know, people gave flack to covered like four major things, which was housing uh, or food, shelter, jobs and health care. So those four things that he pointed out. Uh, uh, the Nation of Islam. He part, uh, pointed out the Marcus Garvey fucking thing and the Black Panther Party. All of which like 
got some flack, but we're extremely successful and we're on track to actually getting black people, black people shit together. Mm -hmm. And he was saying how there is no, there's really no group that has all four of those things. Today. Today. And he was saying how the church provides some of those things. And that's why the church is able to control black people, according to Dr. Umar in this documentary. I like how he said, or, or I don't think it was him, somebody at the beginning when they were talking about the solutions said um, that you have to talk about the problems. And mm-hmm. I like that because some people, especially now, say if you talk about problems, that's not getting you any solutions. That's negative. You're focusing on the negative. You're talking about stuff that already happened. You're all these things. But without talking about the problems or just people like on social media saying, oh, you're just talking about these problems. You're not coming up with any solutions. If you don't know what the problems are, we can't then you don't know the what right. the solution yeah, is. We uh, can't solve the solution if we don't even know. We, 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 we can't solve the problem if we haven't agreed on what the problem is. That and, was and, Umar and, well. so, and so we haven't, you know, and I, and I fully agree with that because I see that all the time. I see that everybody constantly yelling about how we're, we're being too negative. And I think that's a lot of people that are just, they don't want to admit that there are problems. So their defense to that is saying, let's come up with some solutions. And that what that really means is every time you tell me the problems that are happening to other people, it makes me feel sad and I don't want to feel sad. So therefore, let's talk about solutions because solutions sound happy. And it's like, man, fuck you. You're five years old. This you know is it. You're an adult. We got to acknowledge the problems so we can move forward. You know what? You know what I just thought about? Well, not just thought about this, about been thought about it. But yeah, that was Dr. Umar who said you in order to you know, fix it. You have to absolutely yes. know what the problem is. And he brought up the analogy so of, of have, you know, having a car and you not being a mechanic, you got something wrong with it and you mm-hmm. just try to fix it. You can waste time, money, resources. You can fuck around, mess the car up, kill yourself, all that type of stuff. So you have to absolutely know the problem in order to fix it. But more than just knowing the problem, what I think we run into today, which is not by accident. And this is why I think we're in such fucked up shape now is that the real problem is hidden. Is hidden, is ran away from. We have all of these factions, like I'm gonna straight up say the enemy will send people out to help with a false problem to avoid people from knowing what the true problem is. And I think that's going on right now with a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff and so on and so forth. We keep thinking, or we keep operating as if these are accidents within the judicial system. Mm. These are outliers within the police problem. This is a, a overlooked situation mm-hmm. of, it, it's, it's like black people are fucked up because they've been overlooked. No, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. None of this shit is by accident. Mm-hmm. This shit is, is not an overlooking. This is purposeful. So when you un- once the you, system's one not the, broken, the system is working is exactly working the way that it was designed perfectly. to work. It, you could say it's the wrong system. We need to change the system, but it's not broken. It's working exactly the way that it was supposed you to. You cannot try to get a car to fly. Mm-hmm. It's a car is designed to to fucking drive. Mm-hmm. Now you can start trying to build an airplane, but you can't be trying to turn the wheels. And like if we could just get the wheels outwards, because no. It's a fucking car, right? Yeah. And one of the ladies on here was saying, um, she was saying you have to know 
what you're facing. Yes. You have to know what you're up against, what you're up against. And we got to understand that what we're up against is not overlooking, mm-hmm. is not ignoring, yeah. is not just a system that we happen to fall in line of. It was a system with a fucking purpose. And that purpose was the butt fucking of black people. And I mean, you know, like virtual butt fucking, that homosexual oh, yeah, butt fucking. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess I've, we talked to each other so much that, yeah, just, oh, to, yeah. That, just for the <laughs> listeners there, when Ron says butt fucking, uh, that's it means the kind of thing. It just means to be fucked over. Yeah. You know? Not the good way, too. No, not, not the, the good, good butt way. fucking that feels awesome. I mean, the if bad you hear butt fucking and you're like, you're like, oh, that doesn't sound bad, then you're not <laughs> taking the definition yeah. the, from the context. So all correctly. that shit, all the shit that's going on is fucking on purpose, man. Mm-hmm. It's on fucking purpose. And once we understand that as black people, however we operate from there, then we'll be all right. Like, like the, the idea of like, uh, man, we, which I get, I get. And it's like, I guess we'll take it. The idea of when, when white people, when white police officers, or when police officers shoot unarmed black people or unjustly use force against black people, they should be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's step one, but we got to understand that we got to fucking deal with the fact that police, police's job is to fuck black people over. Yeah, that's the that's issue. That's what they're trained to that's do. That's their yeah. fucking they're job. They're doing their job. So we should be marching saying, hey, not just defund the police. Look, if y'all keep making it y'all duty to fuck black people over, we gonna burn some shit up, mm-hmm. and it's happening. Yeah, yeah. and that, and and a lot of people kind of you know, there's a lot of people that saw this happening before it happened. People that if you paid attention to just the 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 events happening in society in general, it it wasn't too outlandish to assume that we would be in the position socially that we're in right now. You know, you'd have to. Not every a lot of people are surprised by this, and I can understand that. But at the same time, I just another part of me is like, have you seen any of this? Like, and every there's not a, and this was talked about in the documentary and is happening right now. There's not an agreement on what to do. Yes, as well as black people or just as people as allies, whatever. There's not mm. an, there's a. Not a black leader that wants to step forward because, as you mentioned in uh, other podcasts, they're and assassinated. They men- and they mentioned here. Is in, that the, yeah. the, the, in the 60s, they killed so many people. And mm-hmm. then they tried again in the 70s, mm-hmm. and they killed all of them. And then in the 80s, there was the beginning of crack. And mm-hmm. then in the 90s, they gave them niggas money with rap. And then... <laughs> You know, it was Gucci until, you know, recent years, and now here we are. Mm-hmm. So when your black leaders are killed, and then you start giving your black leaders money, because it went from Black Panther Party to NWA, and I, it wasn't that exactly. I'm just using <laughs> these two things as, like, you know, uh, markers in time. Sure. When they go from Black Panther Party, all right, they killed them all. Damn, they keep coming up. So we can't just keep killing them because that's not going to work. They'll keep mm. popping up. Mm-hmm. How else can we pacify black leaders and get them not to galvanize people to come together and help each other? How can we do that? Killing them ain't working. So maybe let's try the opposite. We give the black leaders money. Now they are no longer a part of the community that they're trying to help. They're above it. And, and some would say that that happened and with they might feel, And they might things. feel obligated to 
fulfill other wishes from the person that gave them. It's the called money. golden so handcuffs. Yeah. Right. We give the black leaders something that feels so good. They're scared to do something that might make them lose it all. It's interesting mm. when they were saying that when people would have an uprising, that leaders came in and didn't say, oh, this is what our goals are, whatever. This, this is what our goals are and pacify and but still obey the laws, but right. still obey the laws. And now finally people are going against the law. So, so I am curious to see what a the latest documentary is after this not even the one that just came out mm -hmm. five yeah they need to make a and six like right now because it's well y'all gotta see, you also gotta see two three and four <laughs> yeah but uh yeah yeah what dr umar was saying was that black leaders used to or what the black black leader w w was and is supposed to be is like oh some fuck shit go on you know and then everybody want to go out there and fuck some shit up a black leader would come in and redirect the energy and he said what, quote unquote, black leaders now, if we even have them do, is instead of redirecting that energy to get the best or the most desired reaction, they dissipate the energy. So instead of saying, all right, let's not burn the police precinct down, let's make some demands, they instead now go, hey, everybody that's, go home, let's weird. let the fucking, the law prevail. And like Jeff loves... Let's wait till election day. I never say let's wait till election day. I it's just say sentiment. that I just say you also have to vote. Man. Voting doesn't voting I've never once said that voting is the only solution to any problems and that if you don't vote there's nothing else that can be done. I'm just saying that it's one of many things that uh we it, it, if you have problems that exist why not do everything in, that you can? Don't you one of the many things this, we Jeff. can do is vote. Let me ask you this. And this is straight up just a question. Yeah. There was a point where black people couldn't vote, right? Yeah. And then they fought and then, you know, risked their lives for the right to vote, right? Yep. So it's probably fair or safe to say that that was one of the more... Um, Heightened times of black people voting, right? Now, statistically, it might not be. We could probably look that no, up. No, not because there was so much voter suppression. It was okay, okay. So, voter suppression is what I'm getting at, right? Mm -hmm. Much like what I said earlier, I don't know if we were recording when I said this, but much like what, when we said there will be an issue and then, you know, they'll make Another a law. Issue. They'll make a law, but then there'll be a back door. There'll be a workaround. There'll be a circumvention. There'll be a loophole, loophole to that yeah. law. So if it was illegal for black people to vote once upon a time, that was because some group of people mm. didn't want black people to vote. Mm -hmm. And then they made it legal, right? Mm. There's nothing that they make legal that they didn't want to be legal that they don't have a loophole to. So although we'll never find out, or we could easily never find out. I won't say we'll never, but we could easily never find out, right? Mm -hmm. There could be a situation right now where all black people vote, why would there not be a loophole? Once upon a time, they didn't want black people to vote. So voting can't easily be the solution if once upon a time they didn't want it and now all of a sudden we can't do it. Sure, but well, it's, it's, once again, I keep on saying that I, I, I never say is that it's, not an, it's not easy, it's not the, solu the solution. I'm just saying that undoubtedly, like for a fact, there's people in office doing bad things we might as well, even if they're not the only one, even if they're not the emperor of all problems that exist. You know what? There are things like that would be. No, you keep saying the same thing, and I keep saying. The I'm same gonna thing. say We're this though. This is this, 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 I'm, because I'm trying to get the 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 feeling across, right? Sure. It's like the, it's, it's probably a 
best analogy I can come up with. It's like telling a motherfucker who got cancer mm-hmm. to drink water. Mm-hmm. You're like, have you tried drinking water? It's like, man, nobody can sit here and argue that drinking water is bad for you. Nobody mm-hmm. can argue that there's always more water to drink. But when you're talking to a motherfucker with cancer, mm-hmm. with diabetes, they're mm-hmm. like, ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody trying to hear no fucking drink some mm-hmm. fucking water. I'm, th- I'm sure. talking about chemo. I'm talking about, you know, insulin and all this mm-hmm. other shit. So in this analogy, voting, even if it's not, voting sounds and feels like, hey, drink some water. Man, fuck that water. I'm going to get my foot cut off. I'm sh- There's no way that drinking water is going to hurt. I know that. But don't be telling me about no fucking drinking water. Don't be this tell- is, this, will, this is what sure. black people feel is all sure. I'm telling you. But my, uh, now rebuttal is a strong word. But my my rebuttal retort my retort to that is, you know, people. I always hear this say in the other sense, but I never hear it said the way that I want to say it. Is is that people always say, you know, they nobody tries to stop you from doing something unless unless it's uh, for for no reason, you know. Meaning, voter suppression wouldn't exist if voting couldn't have a positive effect on your life i get exactly people, what you're saying people are trying to make it harder for black people to vote based on many th- things that we can go to another podcast but that could only be because if black people were to or just people in general they're trying to there's voter suppression that's affecting everybody right and the the, the reason they're doing that is because there are evil people in power that are making negative effects on your life, whether it be health care, whether it be student loans, you know, whether it be police accountability. And those are things that can be changed through laws. I it won't that. fix racism. It, there's no law that a president can make that will make thinking, judging a person on their skin illegal. But, uh, you know, the effects of the people in power and what they're allowed to do with mm-hmm. that power are... Th- checks and balances that you know although difficult we have seen a little bit of progress in life just in general since its creation and uh you know if we vote for the right people it, it won't make it worse drinking water drinking water yeah and you and, know, I, and, I, I and must... if that kid with cancer said he was he was thirsty and he won't drink some water you know what <laughs> fuck that kid oh i, I, don't know, I mean I don't okay know i get him. it but i'll say this much man i get what you said when you say uh Nobody would try to suppress something that meant nothing, which has some truth and some validity to it. But you got to remember, we're not talking about some simple thing. We're talking about sophisticated, like, yes. deliberate evil. As, as one of the people in here said in this documentary, he said white people, but I'm going to say people. Other groups, other people, powers that be, have think tanks. And in these think tanks, they're not coming up with fucking rabbit out the hat tricks. They coming up with some Chris Angels, David Blaine shit. They coming up with some very sophisticated shit, right? In other words, it is not, we can't put it past the powers that be. I'm not saying this is the case, but we can't put it past the powers that be to have people fighting for something that means nothing to avoid them from being aware of the real thing that means something. So now I'm not saying that this is the case, mm-hmm. but it's not impossible. It's not out the realm of sure. possibility or even out of history. It's not like nothing like this has ever happened. Hey, let's suppress voting 
and let them know because you wouldn't have to tell people that mm-hmm. the, that it's a ballot that you give to somebody. It don't take nothing to rip it up and throw it in the fucking trash, mm-hmm. but to show and to have public displays of voter suppression and to make all these little fucking laws that makes it difficult and obvious for black people and other people to vote, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do that so they don't even pay attention to the shit that really matters. So oh, as long as we try to hide voter suppression. No, 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 no. This is, a, this is almost a theory. I'm not saying that what this is is exact. What I'm saying is that the idea that Voter voting suppression is evidence of the importance of voting is not absolute because it's not outside of the realm of possibility that the reason that voter suppression is a thing is to keep the idea that voting is important and to keep your attention to this thing that you would be fighting for to keep you away from the thing that's important. Perfect example is like earlier in this documentary, the civil rights movement, that was what was important. But if mm-hmm. we can split this up and get people to think, get women to think that women's rights is more important, well, now you ain't even focused on civil rights, cause you, which you got to have those to even be a fucking woman. You, you, gotta, you mm-hmm. are black first, mm-hmm. and then you're a woman. But if we can break this group up and get them to focus on things that ain't as important, mm-hmm. then they won't be thinking about the real thing that's important. And I'm just saying sure. that it's very possible that sure. it's the same deal with voting. I, I, I'd how, say it's possible. Just say it's- how do you think that... Well, one of the um, problems they said was happening was not agreeing on what the problems are or the solutions are as a community. Wait, I'm sorry, so say that again? Some, one of the, some of the problems that they talked about in the documentary is not agreeing on what the problems are or the solutions are in the community, partially because there are no leaders or people mm-hmm. that would want to step up and be leaders for good reason. Mm-hmm. So how do you propose that any like forward movement is had, especially when now a lot of times when people are trying to are you asking Lead me personally? activism. Yeah, yeah. Or just how do you think? Yeah, personally, as in you, what you have observed. Are you asking me personally as opposed to voting or just personally like you no, just asked that, me that question? Not as opposed to voting, uh, as that question. Oh, oh, oh. How do I think? Because, well, one of the things that they said was, okay, voting is um, voting's not going to help. They Marching's didn't say that in not there, gonna did they? help. Yeah. Yeah, they, they mentioned did. Yeah, they, voting's they not gonna help. Like, hey Ron, we're here. talking Marching, to you. <laughs> Marching's not gonna help. So they said, take we have to take what is ours. But I also but they also said organize and um, much like uh Killer Mike organize always says plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. Yes. Mm-hmm. But how can you organize without a leader? You can't. I mean you can. But that's that's a swarm. You would mm-hmm. have one that would. It's just like nature. Without a leader, you would have to have a hive mind. Mm-hmm. So perhaps black people will evolve. Which this is what's fucking crazy. With the internet, we kind of do have a hive mind, mm-hmm. and that's why this. So whole, black Twitter's gonna save it. Maybe. <laughs> the, yeah. I mean, maybe we're all on accord. The fact that a picture. I I I think about this. There's a meme. That was a screenshot of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. I think it was. I think it was like Ed, Ed, and Eddie. A television show. I don't know what that is. Cartoon. 
I think it was a screenshot of that show. It might not have been. It might have just been something that somebody drew. Long story short, different people keep changing it and then putting different captions and it becomes a different meme. To the point where it's just understood what that mean, what that fucking picture means. You just know there's a bunch of different situations and scenarios mm-hmm. and hairstyles you put on these characters on this picture to express different parts of thought. Mm-hmm. To the point where you just know from looking at a picture every thought that goes along with that picture. Mm-hmm. The internet connects people on things like that and it makes a hive mind. So you ask me how do you change without a leader well one of two things i mean this is of course in my 28 year old opinion not even opinion it's just my thought one we don't have leaders not by accident they were all murdered there's a lot of fear so yes. you got to get we would have to get past the fear which some would say that a lot of people are past the fear right now because you get angry enough you won't be scared mm-hmm. and then you get leaders or you get that group of people to develop a hive mind, which I think we're kind of evolving into. A hive mind where you where we all move as a unit. And the idea that, we'll just put it like this, there has been no, and for some reason, black people got to move like this. We've been convinced that this is what we got to do. There has been no group of people in any shape, form, or fashion who gained something by asking for it. And it actually meant something been no group of people who didn't just take the shit and throw some people out of something by their hands and kill some motherfuckers that got something that meant something. So that's why people keep saying we just got to take it. That's why Mm -hmm. people keep saying you got to vote. That's why people keep saying voting. I mean, voting don't matter. Not you got to vote, but voting don't matter and marching don't matter. Because if you ask somebody for something, they're either going to keep telling you no. Mm -hmm. And what the fuck you going to do about it? Mm -hmm. What Literally, what are you going to do about it? And if they say yes, you can rest assured if they didn't want to do it, they found a fucking loophole. Mm-hmm. They found a back door to butt fuck you. So sure. how do you change it? It is interesting that you I, say a hive mind because of the fact that so many people are anti-social media and anti-communicating mm-hmm. um, and knowing what's going on. Like, They're oh, trying to get TikTok out. A hive mind of TikTok fucked over Trump's rally. Now they're yeah, trying to get it out of America. That's because there was a group of people with no leader. There wasn't a leader. It was a, yeah. it was a little fucking drop of a thought that the entire swarm of, mm-hmm. of people on TikTok said, yes, this is what we're going to do. That's how, that's how this George Floyd shit went, went down. There was no leader. Yeah. There's no George well, Floyd that's what, leader. That's what I was wondering is just the, the how do you progress forward? Because I'm always looking for answers. Now, what I, you know, just wanted to say from watching it of just what I liked that was pointed out of, uh, of good information to, to get is breaking down why when they create the image that black people are violent, what creates violence? And if, and if you, why, what creates violence? And so then if you then say an answer other than somebody's race, then you're acknowledging that black people are not inherently violent. Nobody is. Sure, uh, sure. I'm just saying that there's, you know, to acknowledge the racist beliefs. But they go into there. We're talking of, all the racists that are listening right now. Talking all the racists now. that are listening. Why would the racists listen to this? It goes out to you, racists. All right. What I'm <laughs> Jesus, Esther. Um, no, what I'm saying is, is that he pointed out that 75% of black violence is economically based. 
and that violence just in its creation is uh, from miseducation and the destruction of black families is what no. he, is what he said. No, he said what Umar said. Economic castration. Okay. Economic castration. Is different from destruction of black family. Okay. He said so miseducation slash lack of education. In well, once, in well I just I just want to put it, you know, put it out there. Yeah, the no. way that he sure, because no, that's do. not to say what you just said no, no, wrong, but what no, he no, said no. Was, I was trying to quote him and he said a lot of things at once. So yeah, I could have no. missed I've, so I've, I've seen it a few me. times so I can remember. But and you were taking notes, which I'm surprised at. But economic castration, which is the lack of jobs and ability to make money. Mm-hmm. And miseducation or lack of education. Okay. In other words, if you don't know nothing yeah. and you ain't got no money, yeah. the only thing left to do is mm-hmm. go to these dark places to try to mm-hmm. get something yeah. for yourself slash and or your family. And when you go there, you're likely to run into somebody else mm-hmm. with those same issues. Mm-hmm. And when you got no education or, or miseducation and no money, and you're in a dark place going against somebody else who mm-hmm. them eating, this is what he said, who them eating and their family eating is in competition with you and your family eating, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Violence will ensue. Mm-hmm. And what he was saying was the context of black violence is never talked about. Mm-hmm. And the context being the side effects of slavery mm-hmm. being, um, well, we know what all those are. Yeah. Then sure. all that shit. Now, now, I only brought that up just because I, 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 when, when I hear the problems uh, listed the way that he puts it together, it seems to be, well, those are problems that voting absolutely has fixed. Not fixed, but you're talking about financial issues, and you mean to tell me that there's not specific people that who's, who would have... Dip- and when I say voting, I don't mean literally just involvement in politics in any form. So involvement in politics can mean we need to do something to change the two-party system the way that we know it because right now Democrats have done shitty things, Republicans have done shitty things. We need to hold uh, political people accountable for their actions. You know, whatever it is, but any, any single advancement that anybody has ever had in the form of finances in this country has all stemmed from a decision made uh, within the realms of what was allowed from laws, and those laws are voted on. That's what, what the, the, the thing that people feel and the conspiracy, if you will, that people have Mm-hmm. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. And this is what's so fucking crazy to me that I don't get. Why is it that we suspend or we do, we do or we don't suspend disbelief? Uh, I got you. Why is it that we choose to just not believe mm-hmm. what makes sense to us when it comes to this? You've got a group of people who run something. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to ask you this question first. You've got a group of people who run something. And they want to make decisions on it. Why would a group of people in power give the ability to lose power away to people? Why would that happen? People are black. No, 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 no. I don't. No, no, I don't. No, the group there is not. No, you. I think you picture the group in power as a group of ten white men in one room together in a circle. 
and uh, on folding chairs. And uh, there is there is no group. That is not how it is. There's many different groups yeah, it's fighting. Like that. But there's many different groups that are fighting for the power. And they don't all agree on everything. Now, you can say that they shake hands, they do shady deals behind each other's backs. And that's, you know, I'm not going to say that that's not true, but, but they don't have a 100% agreement on every single issue. So the idea that there's just this one group that wants to control the world, it's like the idea. Sure, but if you believe that, the then idea you should just give up. The you idea, should just give up. There's now no you help. know where. Now you know where some people at, Jeff. You people didn't get to know fucking. No, but give up means stop bitching. What I'm saying. So is, I don't believe in that. I don't I'm, believe in the that there's no solutions. Look, but what I'm saying is, people didn't get to this level of despair for no reason. And it's not a matter of this uh, group of 10 white dudes in a circle. Even if that was the idea, it's not simply a group of 10 white people in a circle. It's a group of 10 white people in a circle, right? Mm -hmm. And they all have five cronies. So let's say we're talking... Cause we we all went to social studies. I just we, like the term cronies. We, it's fucking... I forget what it is, but it's like... What is it? Judicial... Legislate whatever that shit is. I call it city, state, country, right? Yeah. So country, ten white people in a circle. They all got they cronies. Each ten per each ten people, they got their five cronies that fuck with the state. And mm -hmm. those state people keep in check the their cronies, right? Mm -hmm. So it's some black people in there, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Kwame Kilpatrick, he answered to some fucking white person. So he can decide. Whatever the fuck he wants to. But mm -hmm. this, is the, this is the conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Kwame Kilpatrick say, hey, I'm going to do this for black people. He run it by somebody. Mm -hmm. That person says, uh, nigga, no. Mm -hmm. No. He, it's his job to come back with a statement and say this was not possible. Here's the fucking excuse as to why it wasn't po This is the conspiracy as to why it's not possible. Then you got some black people who just straight up speak out and be like, yo, this is fucked up. And this is the, the, this is the black mayor saying this. The governor is stopping me from doing something, which is happening in Atlanta right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In yeah. Atlanta right now, that black lady, was named Keisha something? I can't remember her name. The black sure. mayor in Atlanta yeah. is like, the about. governor ain't letting me do my fucking job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. They, in Atlanta, they voted in mm -hmm. the right person. Mm -hmm. And the motherfucker who's over her mm -hmm. said, Black bitch, fuck you. So mm -hmm. the idea yeah. of people and their their uh, uh, disposition on voting is, back to the question I asked you, why would the group of people in power relinquish the ability to be in power, which is what voting is on its face. We don't like this. We can vote this out. That does not happen in any aspect of life. If a group of people or a person is in power, if I got a gun, I'm a robber, right? Would I give you the ability to vote as to whether or not I get to have this gun? Why the fuck would I do that? Mm -hmm. No, that, that just in, and it's just a question. Why is it that we believe that it would take place in the most powerful positions that we have in this country or in the world? We believe that that's not the case in there. But we know it to be the case in any other situation. Mm -hmm. In no other situation would anybody allow voting to take place on what the fuck they want to do. But we think it happens with the country. Well, it doesn't make sense. Well, we pick and choose when we want to say that America is better than other countries. So I think that to compare us to other 
places that don't allow it is like I didn't compare it to any other place. I just compared it to things in life, mm-hmm. not other places. Well, things I guess, in life. I well, just gave you the example. Sure. I'm a robber. I've I got a gun. I'm not going to let guess, you and Esther vote as to whether or not I rob you all. Sure. I, right? I, but things have... That was the idea. You could even say that was the idea from the creation, but definitely times have changed from then. I, I guess the only... How? The, when? Because it's not the same. Because black who? people are allowed to vote now. What do you mean? Like if, 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 if the evil white man had his way 100% of the time... Then it, the like life I would not be the way it is. So I'm Jeff, saying there's just some like I, amount of progress, and there's not nearly enough progress. Jeff, just like I asked you earlier, right? But just, let me uh, say this: just okay. like I asked you earlier, you just said times have changed, mm. and I don't think we were recording at the time. But yes, there's an aspect of it that has changed that we can see. Mm-hmm. But just like when people say racism, racist times have changed. Those people didn't go yeah, anywhere. They're, still, they're still here. So sure, yeah. black people can vote now. The idea, again, this is the conspiracy. The idea is sure black people can, can vote now. But that don't make it, that don't make the people who didn't want black people to vote, they didn't go away. They sure. didn't die. They came up with another way for it to not fucking matter. So uh-huh. even if, if, hypothetical, if once upon a time, for some odd fucking reason, people actually did get to vote people out in and out of power Mm -hmm. right if there was a time where that was the case when they allowed people who they did not want to vote to vote it no longer this is the theory it no longer meant anything Mm -hmm. because in what other walk of life not other country what other situation that you can think of in your entire life does a person or a group of people who are in a position of power Mm-hmm. Give the ability to no longer be in power. Mm-hmm. Just give me any scenario where that happens, and then I'll be on board. But I don't know a situation that, where that happens. I, the only reason I just I can't get behind that analogy because there isn't a hive mind of evil. Even white supremacists aren't even all on the same page. Even mm-hmm. so, so, so there, there isn't. There, there's some people. Uh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Uh, you, there is not a hive mind of, of evil. You, you, what are you you're about? picturing a group that's like they all want the same evil. There's some people that the they Republican want abortion, that, that they care about abortion more than they care about racism, being racist. There's some people that care about Christianity more than they care about they're sexism. They're way more hive mind than Democrats and, are. And sure, they're, they're more hive mind, but, but so, so I just, there are people, there are good people that are politicians. And they don't want the same shit that other people do. And I'm not saying there are good so there, police there is, officers, but if we understand no, no, but, that the that the core of the police force, if but we if understand, you, but that, if you do that, then you're talking anarchy is, because then you just don't but I guess have politics. This was this will be Wait, the last thing that I'll say about about voting is is that this is as simple as it is to me because I try to put everything as simple as I can, and I'm not good at that. But this is what I want to at least try to simplify it is that if there's even the possibility. So if there's even the possibility that making that doing one thing that isn't a major inconvenience to me can possibly have a positive impact on a stranger's life, then you owe it to do it. And if you don't, fuck you. That's my belief. That's and so I put that towards everything. And to me, voting is easy. And there's people whose lives were saved 
because they had a pre-existing condition and because Obama was specifically the president in office, Obamacare was enacted and there were people that had pre-existing conditions and that was the only reason they physically did not die is because who the president of the United States was. So we can say that, you know, that one person was just one person, but to me just showing up and voting, not even, I'm lazy. I lie and say I live in a different state and I'm visiting every time. I, lie, I, I vote by mail because I'm a lazy motherfucker. And it's not hard. It's so easy. You missing, it's so you're easy. Missing, you're missing no, I'm not missing I'm the defending. point. I'm just saying, I think you're defending the idea that not voting is, is okay because people I'm have doing, been fucked I'll over. I'll tell you what I'm doing. All right. And I'm telling you that what I'm, I really can't even call it defending. What I'm bringing to your attention mm-hmm. is people's frustration when that easy convenience mm-hmm. that you're speaking on is brought up while they're complaining about sure. something oh, of I, a higher magnitude. Absolutely. I agree That's with that. yeah. all I'm talking about. Sure. So okay. there is no yeah. there voting is, isn't there's gonna not magically a, make there's not police a, officers not racist, not murder people, not what yeah, no, there, I'm there's a, that. so fully. we're talking about if we're talking about Jeff Horse, who might not bring that up like that, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who bring up voting as a the def- solution. Yeah. Like to deflecting. black people's problems. Now, what, yeah. what happens when you do that is you get two situations. You get people who get so frustrated of hearing that, they say, man, mother, fuck you and voting. Voting don't do shit. Yeah. When really their frustration is just, listen, I get it, I know, but this issue is a little bit bigger than that, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Yeah. So when people hear that, you get that. People saying, fuck that. And you get people who are just like, to show you that... I mean, I don't know why people would do this, but to show you that voting don't mean nothing, I ain't voting. I don't vote because they don't do shit. So the importance of voting... Definitely doesn't do anything if you don't do it. Yeah, but the importance of voting to people, when it's brought... like Put it like this. The very fact that we're even talking about it, when these in this documentary, these black people, they pretty much said it don't do nothing. They're all older than us. Uh They've all voted. If they voted, they've all voted more times than we were able to vote. Right, uh-huh. and they've all come to the conclusion as black people and as black scholars, all almost all of them were professors. A lot of them were doctors. They study this for a living. If there's anybody who can say mm-hmm. that black that voting ain't gonna change the problems that we got, mm-hmm. I think they can say it. Versus 28 year old Ron Taylor and 30 something year old Jeff who say, "Man, voting do matter." What the fuck do we know when there's People who study mm-hmm. this shit, they said but that I, ain't the solution. I do think how, that they were why, saying from the perspective we go that you say it? of like they were talking about how disrespectful it is when people are like, hey, can we have basic human rights? And they're like, yeah, you just got to vote on it first. You know, I think he was talking about how you, we were you were just talking about it of like it, it's it's not an end all solution. It's not the only way. There's other things that they need literally, to be as you all pointed out, but to I don't me, think they literally did not bring it up as a solution. So. Sure. If they're if they're more educated than us, yeah, 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 yeah. older and more experienced than us, yeah, I, I don't and want, we're there when the shit. I don't was want any listeners on, to think that this tangent is 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 me is any more than just defending it as a as a, it existing. I don't think that voting is a bad thing, and I, th- again, I think that if you're complaining about like problems said, you have and you're not doing all of the solutions you can. Then you know you owe it to yourself to you know to try again, to do, do all you, you can. So, so now, but, but that doesn't but mean now that, that you understand but that the water thing. 
people are complaining that their yeah, fucking the, 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 the that their head hurts and they got a fucking tumor. Yeah. And you're saying, look, we'll drink some water. Man, don't nobody want to hear that shit. Mm-hmm. Th- th- that's all I'm getting at. Yeah. Nobody want to hear that shit yeah. when they got a fucking brain tumor. And you're saying, yeah, yeah but did you try yoga and mm-hmm. water? Man, get is, the fuck out of my face. Now, now it is frustrating now to, to push politics more of just seeing the condition of the world right now and just thinking, man, it's crazy. All the problems that people are listing right now are exactly the problems that Bernie Sanders has been preaching about for the, his entire campaign. And it's just funny now, in retrospect, that people are like, oh, man, we don't have money to just throw money at things. And then Trump just threw money in the trillions at things. And it's well, just know, like, but- oh, so basically... And all again, right. I'm you, just going to sit back and pretend that voting doesn't matter, even though all the problems we course, have are literally you still gotta, presented you still by gotta, a you different gotta, candidate. You still got to keep in mind that in order to even believe what you're saying right now, one would have to subscribe to the idea that these decisions mm-hmm. that, make, that, are ha- that happen throughout an individual's presidency mm-hmm. are made or are a direct result of that person. Mm-hmm. And that person's cabinet and is not a thought of the, I'm going to call it, the group of people who run this shit for real, for real. In other words, I'm just saying that in order for that, I'm not saying that I don't subscribe to the fact that the president makes those rules. Mm-hmm. But in order to believe that and even give a fuck about what you say Obama did, one would have to believe that that was Obama and that was not a thing that America, I'm just going to call it America, that America had been thinking about and toying with for whatever reason. We don't even know what nefarious reasons was behind the, the Obamacare. We don't fucking even really know that shit. Sure. If you want to go down sure, a conspiracy yeah. theory rabbit hole. Yeah. But we would have to believe that that wasn't the decision of America uh-huh. even before Obama became the president. And I always say this, dog. It's like <laughs> in between like Obama getting in office and Trump becoming in, and getting in office, and like some real crazy shit go down. What's the, how would how would Trump even know how to run the country? In other words, like the day Obama goes out and the day Trump goes in, mm-hmm. and we and we go to war. Now all of Obama's people they gone, and all these people who ain't never been in the presidency before in life well, they in there. They're not all gone. The Senate's there. Well, the no, House is there. Okay, well then there you go. So you got the Senate, you got the House. So mm-hmm. this idea that Obama was like, you and know the what? Supreme Court. Whoever the fuck, Supreme Court and the, 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 the Wizarding School of Hogwarts. Everybody that's there, other than the president, you would have to subscribe to the idea that Obama was like, you know what? Health care. You would have to think that he said that as opposed to all those groups Esther just, just explained. Actually, Hillary Clinton started talking about it. There you go. Before. So it just it sounds like that was on America's agenda because here's the thing about voting, right? Sure, but, but it didn't have to be voting. handled the way that it was handled and from that it. side, though, there. is what I'm saying. Like, there's still different political ways to handle health care. Well, I tell you what, though. Hey, we hit the pinnacle. But let's not go the, too far. I'm, into I'm, the, I'm, into hey, the look, I'll just say this. For- we hit the pinnacle of voting yeah. as, bla- of black, as black people. We got a black president. <laughs> and guess what? Niggas are still fucked up. So there's really not a lot of shit you can tell black people about voting right That's now. That's what white people say that are racist. They all say, yeah, black people, shut up. You got Obama. Yeah. Now you're done. So yeah. you guys agree on there are that. People who think, <laughs> there are people who think that Obama was just the lube for Trump. 
that Obama was just like, hey, you know, shut up, black people. I mean, I don't know what's real. All I can tell you is the feeling of things. I and mean, ra- we, racism we just, was so real. That there, there was so much, much racist hatred from Obama being in office that it could have easily, you know, I, I would fully believe that, that that definitely helped elect Trump was Obama's yeah, existence sure, in office because there's so many people, racists that were just upset at the idea of a black president that they were like, you know what, I need to vote next time. We can't let this blame, shit happen again. Yeah, because people blame their economic condition on whoever is the president. And they talked about that in their, well, they didn't talk about the that specifically, but and, they talked about how poor white people have to, uh, and just people in general want to, as long as they feel better than somebody else. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. when Obama was in office, these people were already racist. So people who used to be Democrats because they were members of unions and that's who used to support the union, they were all yeah. uh, people in the um, UAW and such. Once When Obama was in office, they're like, okay, my life is shit right now. And so <laughs> the recession of... 2008 so they're like oh yeah this is a black man's fault and then yeah it's well, a, that was it it, it. it was hey, the black man's fault jumped. that that there was a recession but it's not the orange man's fault for corona mm-hmm. so it's just like yeah people will the, the effects of society or nature people will pick and choose who to blame for depending on if they want to but that's you just know. all underlying racism anyway why oh, is it we can, why is it that we understand the queen of england don't run ship but we can't understand that the president of the United States don't run Because that's ship. a monarchy. That's completely different. The prime minister is who runs England. I'm just saying the president, <laughs> but then the president the is just a more is, intricate motherfucking... Sure. Uh, you know? The prime minister does is the same thing as the president here. Sure. But like, yeah, yeah, but like you've said before, if anything, the president is more of just a, a mascot. I would not be surprised. I don't fucking and know. So I don't right go, now, I don't our go mascot the... is condoning police violence. Now, that's the so, fucked up part. But so I don't go to... If, if anything, vote for a dude who will... A better mascot. A better, is a better mascot. I don't go to the Illuminati meetings, so mascot. I don't know how this shit go. But I can tell you this much. This chapter was called Solutions. Mm-hmm. They gave some solutions. And those solutions to all of this shit we're talking about According to the documentary, was get your own shit, Learn. understand your problem, mm-hmm. learn shit, educate yourself. Mm-hmm. But what does get your own shit mean? Own well, your the, own. the way that we were once upon a time. Does you know, mean, if I need my buy if, black, uh, basically, is, and have, yeah, essentially buy black. But the issue is that that has been suppressed, and now it's been suppressed so much so that the infusion of mis and uh and 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 miseducation and lack of education, the infusion of miseducation and lack of education is now running the system. In other words, once upon a time, black people had skills and trades and they used them and people were able to buy black. And then they miseducated and there was this lack of education. Now a lot of black people don't have those skills. Now it's more difficult to get these black businesses up and going on top of like, you know, redlining and just lack of loans and all this other stuff. So you got all of that on top of that that stops from stops black people from coming together and buying their own shit. I don't know no black tailors. Back once upon a time, there were a bunch. Mm-hmm. I don't know no I do know a lot of black people that cook, but uh, you Did know, they talk whatever. about in here too? Construction? Construction. Yeah, when I go to Home Depot, yeah, it is a Parking lot in the back, full of Mexicans 
waiting to put a fucking counter in your kitchen. I don't know any group of black people that are just together in skill other than the salon and the barbershop that are just there waiting for work. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know of that. That's not to say black people don't have skills, but when you ask me, what do you mean or what does one mean? Get your own shit. It means give your dollar to somebody black and get, get mm-hmm. a dollar from somebody mm-hmm. black. And I can see how that is a more important uh, thing to put your energy towards. I can but understand that. But that is fucked up too. The, the thing is, the plan that was enacted against black people, it worked very well. And part of the plan was to put black people in a situation where it was difficult to get out of the plan that was enacted on us. It works very well. In other words, it's like, you know what? I want to win this race, so I'm going to cut this person's foot off. But they ain't going to know it. And then we realize, damn, they cut our feet off. That's why we can't run. But then you look down, they cut your feet off, so you can't run. It don't matter that now you know the fucking problem. The way that they made the problem was so that you can't do it. So that's the difficulty. We got to figure out a way not only to recognize what's happened, but try to rectify the thing that they did to stop us from rectifying what the fuck happened. So it's real easy to say buy black, but it's real hard to buy black because the things that's necessary to buy black don't exist. What the fuck you gonna buy this black? Mm -hmm. I I made a shirt, it said buy black or die. I was looking for a black company that made shirts. Mm -hmm. Not printed on shirts, not sold shirts, Mm -hmm. but took the cotton and mm-hmm. turn them into shirts. Mm-hmm. I didn't find one. I don't think one exists. That, that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. until you can get that, mm-hmm. like getting a loan, where do black people like giving loans other than fucking loan sharks and dope dealers, you know? Yeah. What's the black bank? There are some black banks, but that is the issue. That's so when the they say, get your own, be. y'all saw fucking uh, Trigger Warning with yeah, Killer Mike. One, y'all Killer saw how Mike. hard it was Shout to fucking to buy Mike. black. This motherfucker didn't eat because yeah. he couldn't buy black Stopped food from nobody. Mm-hmm. You know any black farmers? I don't know any farmers, but I also don't know any black farmers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There you go. You know? Mm-hmm. So we fucked up. Yeah. Do I have any cousins yeah, or anything they, that I don't farm? think so. And Do they don't. Anybody? Uh, black folks don't grow weed, apparently, which was who hard. said that? That was an Killer issue. Mike, that, that was a big Killer issue. Mike because that he was, was like, he's issue. like, no, it's not just who's buying the weed from. He's oh, like, oh, we don't buy like, weed to, like. He's I like, mean, do, we don't grow weed like now that it's legal. The way that all these oh, other he was it wasn't well, legal. It wasn't even it was legal Atlanta. then. It just means in the, in the episode he couldn't smoke weed because he, he needed to find a black man that grew the weed. Yeah. Oh shit! He should have went to Detroit. <laughs> he was in Atlanta. Yeah, he had to go to. It's not legal in Atlanta, is it? No, no, but it, it, that oh, didn't that's why. matter as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. It's legal here, and it's legal in Detroit. Yeah. There's a lot of black I, people growing I weed love in Detroit. The, I, for a small tangent on that, I love that he referred to uh, to people that sold weed as trailblazers. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of criminals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know, eventually it's legal, and if you're participating in activity ahead of time, I like to refer to them as trailblazers. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, know. dog, so the solutions to all this shit... Shout out to the plane above our heads. You can probably hear right now. Look, they 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 hear me getting ready to spit that shit. No, oh, they're trying to. That's that's the. They're trying to silence you. No, the solution that I gathered from this Mm -hmm. to stop the evils of people trying to uh, uh, eradicate black people and have supreme 
and absolute white supremacy is uh, come together, which is hard, and take some shit, mm. which is scary. So we have a hard, scary road ahead of us. And uh, I don't know how it's going to pan out, but, you know, something going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck going to happen. What's well, something going to happen? It's very scary. All of our leaders got killed. All of our, all of our successes got bombed. All of our groups were called militias. All of our successes were either uh, given golden handcuffs or, you know, snuffed out. Or, or mislabeled. All of our groups were yeah. disbanded. Yeah. They just fucking fucked over Nick Cannon, you know, because mm-hmm. he was giving too many black people jobs. No, apparently he said something that's anti-Semitic, and I had to research what anti-Semitic was because it's my belief that most black people don't even know how to be racist to Jewish people if they fucking tried. But apparently Nick Cannon did have that information. I still don't know what he said. I don't even know how you yeah. can be racist to Jewish people uh-huh. personally. But whatever. Uh-huh. Point mm-hmm. is... We got a hard road ahead of us, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and I'm a, I'm a sounds sounds like know. you're running for president right now. It's usually what people say when they say got a, got a we got a hard road ahead of us. Yeah, and uh, I mean you could look. I'll tell you what I'm gonna make a prediction right here. Oh, you running? I'm, no, I'm gonna make you a prediction running? though. I'm gonna make a prediction, and this is a very very uh, general prediction. Something different is gonna happen. Huh? You heard it here first. Something. Let me finish. <laughs> Not if I finish it, that would be stupid. Something different going to happen. And it's going to be something that's not so easily controllable. Dare I say it won't be controllable. And it's going to happen. And it's going to equalize shit more than people want. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to say this. It's going to be because of a direct result of the Internet. Because we still do not understand what the internet is. And I've said it before, and I'm not going to go too deep into it because I know we're all trying to go to sleep. But the internet is what people have been fearing in science fiction movies, which is artificial intelligence. The internet got Trump elected. Listen, don't fucking... Let me finish. I don't don't want to hear about no fucking Trump. I don't give a fuck. Let me finish. Let me finish. I was agreeing with you. I don't give a fuck. Shut up. Let me finish. The fucking internet is artificial intelligence. The idea that there's this thing that's smarter than all of us that's going to make, you know, all these decisions and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. that's what the internet is now. And that's because all the human beings put all of their thoughts into the internet. And I'm I'm talking about social media in particular. And then there becomes this grand thought of the internet and that starts circulating, right? We don't even fucking fully understand what the internet is, how to control it, where it's going next, and what effects it's having on us as a people. And something very different is going to take place in the not-too-distant future, and it's going to be a direct result of the internet existing. So that's what I think. Hey. That's my fucking prediction. I, we'll, we'll now tell me it. about Trump and the internet. What did you say now? No, I was just saying, I, I thought you were going in a different direction. I thought you were talking about the organization of, what, of how people can organize on the internet. Uh, of it like, may happen, I don't and, know. And so when I was just saying of, of the election was manipulated, uh, in, in, at least in part because of, I, didn't even get, I don't even know all the shit involved in it, but a lot of things that happened on the internet. 
of mm. just uh, Russian of Russian bots or whatever. And so there, there's so much power that can happen, you know, good and bad from uh, people organizing on the Internet or just the perception of people organizing, you know, because you can create so much real and faked imagery on the Internet. That, you know, I wouldn't put it past anything. My thoughts of the internet are not of those ones. It's not like the bots and the algorithms and none of that stuff. I'm talking about the thing that has never happened before in the world, which is instant galvanization of people and instant transformation of thought that allows people to essentially become a part of a hive mind. In other words, once upon a time you had to tell somebody and word would spread. Mm -hmm. Now, word can spread and change in a second's notice. When we did that Blackout Tuesday thing, or the first, when, when everybody was putting up black squares, if, this come, if people listen to this 10 years from now, back in the day in 2020, <laughs> some George Floyd shit happened and, and shit got real. And when, and when we put those, everybody put up black squares on their Instagram, right? And people were putting hashtag Black Lives Matter. And in a, in, in a matter of hours, people realized that that was blacking out all of the information mm -hmm. of Black Lives Matter to the point where when you clicked on the hashtag of Black Lives Matter, all you saw were black squares. Mm -hmm. And in a matter of hours, everybody took the shit off, deleted the posts, or changed, and everybody knew immediately. That has never happened before where mm -hmm. that many people were able to get that, um, that much information and act yeah. on it. That is the There's artificial the intelligence I'm talking about, yeah. not actual bots and algorithms. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying we don't fucking know what's going to happen when we have a living, breathing, uh, 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 universal just th thought. There's this thing I watch. It's called film theory. Y'all ever watch that on YouTube? Yeah. It's this mm -hmm. guy. He he like makes theories about v movies and stuff like that. And there's this one episode. I think his name is Matt Pat. Check out Matt Pat or film theory. He's got Matt Pat. Anyway, there's this one that I saw recently. And long story short, it's about this anime. And in this anime, I think it's called Death Note. And a guy will write. It's this fucking show. This Asian shit. And he got this notebook. And if he writes your name on it you die, right? And then all these people's dying, so on and so forth. And it's about this guy trying to catch this guy that's killing all these people with this notebook. So in this guy's theory, it's the theory of if that were to happen now, because the anime is some old shit, if that were to happen now, how fast he would be caught. Mm. And he brought that up, or he explained it, like I said, it's a 20-minute video, but he explained it. One of the examples he gave was Shia LaBeouf was like a... Doing some type of protest or something like that, right? So, something. It was, it, it was two different things, two different examples of how quickly the internet, not any site, but the internet can find stuff. And it was Shia LaBeouf was doing things and then people kept defacing some like protest thing he would put up. And it would be people would like you, Jeff, you would say, oh, I recognize this. This thing is over here. Somebody would read that in a message board and say, oh, I know that place. That place is around the corner from here. And then somebody would say, that, oh, mm -hmm. around the corner. I know. And then in a few fucking exchanges, they found where Shia LaBeouf's like fucking poster was, tore it down. There was a video of some terrorist organization. I forget where from. Long story short, they found the terrorist organization camp 
from a bunch of people doing what I just said to you, recognizing different things. They triangulated exactly where they were and they fucking dropped a bomb on that bitch from the Internet, not from a group, not from the the FBI. Well, it, it was the terrorist organization wasn't the United States. It was the United States found out. And then they dropped the a bomb on it. Country. Yes. Oh, okay. From the internet. So when I say, mm-hmm. so when you say, well, who found it? What group found it? It wasn't a message board. Yeah. It, it wasn't, was a a, it, it wasn't Facebook. Yeah. It was a collection of people. And a collection of people that navigate or that operate on a singular thing, that's, that's essentially artificial intelligence. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how, how racists are getting taken down right now. That's how Karens are getting right taken down, down and they find time. out where they work Finding and everything. It, yeah. And I'm just like, it how just, did they find yeah. this out? And they're just they're like, just, this person is so-and-so. Just post it and it, oh, so-and-so it's internet, bank. do your thing. And next yeah. thing you know, this guy works for a business or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. We don't know. A brokerage company and where he's no longer sh- with us. Right now, that shit has been going well for us, I guess. We don't know what's gonna happen with with, with when the you know the internet continues to grow mm-hmm. like real artificial intelligence. People are starting to know more now, mm-hmm. and then the internet is gonna know more now because people know now. Yeah. Well, that's why that's why uh, the powers that be right now are trying to say that all information, all news is fake because we have all the information at our disposal. True. So as long as Trump can say it's not real, then there's always the, well, that's fake. And then who do you believe? Because mm-hmm. you, if you aren't allowed to believe science and you're not allowed to believe leaders, like we just watched this documentary, you said they're scholars, they're doctors, they're people who have degrees. You're no longer allowed to trust those people if mm. you're a crazy well, I Trump guess, head. I guess I would say it's only so long you can not believe your own fucking eyes. Yeah. You know, it's only so long yeah. that you can tell people that they're fucking crazy. It's like, I know what I saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I know what the fuck is going on outside. It's like people telling people there's no racism. I, I know what the fuck I ran into. That's the thing that mm-hmm. they mentioned, too, that I thought was interesting was when he said that whenever, well, I don't remember which person was talking, bad with names. But anyway, he was talking about um, how when there is black on black violence, there's never any context. That was Umar. Yeah, Umar said a lot this last uh, thing. And it's always, it's psychological, Mm -hmm. where it's, like you were saying earlier, if um, you're trying to feed your family, you're going to go to a dark place, go to violence. But there's never the context of the psychology of it. If you ever hear a white man did X, Y, or Z, he had X disorder, he had Mm -hmm. this, he had that wrong psychologically. But... Sure. Uh, when they're black, they're a monster. Paul Mooney said it. He said, uh, he said uh, uh, white man, why did you kill everybody in the house? He's like, oh, I have multiple personality disorder. Oh, that's interesting. We'll have to study that. He said, if it's a black man, black man, why did you kill everybody in the house? Oh, I'm crazy. I have multiple personality disorder. Well, pick one of them niggas because somebody going to jail. <laughs> It's Paul Mooney. But the idea is, yeah, yeah, yeah. black people, and I said this, man, and I was going to turn this into a joke, but, you know, quarantine. It might not be funny, but like I said, it was a thought. I wrote it down. White, crazy white people get jobs. They're dentists. (laughs) You know, they're they're, they're Karens. Karens are crazy white people. Yeah. Crazy white people wear sunglasses and those fucking weird ass 
Nike shoes that nobody even knows where you sell those. I've been to Foot Locker where they sell them at. And the all white ones? Just the weird the Nikes that look like New Balances. Where, uh, where the fuck you get black. those? Yeah, where'd They're you get those from? Color. Just stupid, ugly shoes and khaki shorts and fucking polo shirts with the sunglasses, right? Always sunglasses. White, crazy white people get to do that. Crazy black people are homeless. Mm-hmm. Crazy black people, like they said in here, are in special ed. Crazy black people get killed in the street. Crazy white people become Karens. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, mean, there, there's not a lot of context given to why black people do stuff because, you know, because mm-hmm. fuck them. That's why. <laughs> That's why. I'll tell you what, as we, as, we, as, as we wrap up, as I'm yeah, sure we're was, going to, I can always tell when, when Jeff is ready to wrap up, he looks around real fast and fidgets. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. It's like, all right, you want to go to sleep. But I'll say this much. <laughs> In this documentary, a few times they touched on relationships. And at no point did we talk on too much in any of these installments of this episode, but I'll just say, I think it's wildly important and it's crazy how intricate it is, the importance of the black, and, uh, black man and black woman relationship and how royally fucked it is and how even in this documentary, they didn't touch on it too much. Like those mm-hmm. were small segments. Sure. In this two-hour documentary that they talked about, but I've always felt it was uberly important. And man, I'll tell you, just from Ron Taylor's own personal experience, the relationship that we have with our women as black people, or black men, rather, is so tumultuous. And it's so, it's so fucking knotted up and twisted. It's like almost impossible to undo. It's like balloon wire. Was it that balloon string? Yeah. So, and when some it's of our co- listeners might not know what tumultuous means. T- tumultuous? So, sure, whatever you uh, say. Turbulent. How about that? Oh, man. Uh, rocky Back and bumpy. Ah. Okay. It's, it's extremely fucked up, man. Mm. It's so fucked up and we, we don't, that we don't even have because the first place to, to like have a foundation to stand up and do something, be it go out and vote, be it go out and fight, be it, you know, make your own money, whatever it is, even to be a successful drug dealer to a degree, you got to have some type of foundation and comfort, some fucking sanctuary. And Mm -hmm. black women ain't finding that with black men and black men ain't finding that with black women. And it's so fucked up. And there's so many things that can be pointed towards it. And one of the biggest things, obviously, was the removal of the black man from the black family. And, man, it's it's fucked up. Which is why my comedy is so often me talking shit about women. Because really, it's like, I'm just, because they're the only ones that can save us, man. Men are very simple. Dick and pussy. Mm. We don't really have the capacity to it's unfortunate, but we don't have the capacity to fix some of the problems that are dire. We have the capacity, I'm not gonna say that, but so many men are fucked up that it's like, women, it's up to y'all. You gotta use that monkey and you'll, the power of it. I should say the power of it. You gotta use the power, the power of, the of that monkey Is that to gonna be fix some shit. It's like, look, I know you angry, black woman, at this and that, but you, if you. You might have to, because I don't know, I'm only 28. You might have to suck it up. You might have, I mean, who else going to save us? Who's going to save us? Who's going to save the black family? Like, now, I can say it. Maybe I'm helping, right? But it's like, you got to find a way 
to, and I've had this conversation with some friends of mine, but it's like you've got to find a way to be your counterpart's peace. And it's so hard for women, black women, to be black men's peace because they got their own fucking issues and their own, they got their own, the own, their own things that they're being deprived of, right? Sure. But it's it, a, a thought. I'll, say, I'll even say my thought. But a thought and my thought is if you can, through all that, find a way to be his peace and just stick it out long enough. Now, somebody might say, how long is long enough? I don't fucking know. It might be two weeks. It might be two years. Be his peace. Then he can then fill in some of those uh, 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 things that you're being deprived of. Perhaps. I don't know. But that's what I'd be requesting in the stupid ass jokes I'd be talking about. Like, hey, how about don't complain for a fucking day? But they talked about that in this documentary. And I just think that that's way more important than they spotlighted in here. Mm-hmm. And even a bigger situation in the overall solutions. That's what I'm bringing up as we get ready to get, get the fuck out of here. One of the solutions of all this black plight is just, man... We got to have better relationships with one another as black men and women. That's it. Well, I don't think that uh, we can comment on that. Yeah, well, give it to you, huh? Because yeah. uh, Jeff, well, if you vote it, then oh my <laughs> gosh. Ron, Ron always pretends that my that he makes up issues that I have. Maybe if you voted, your black women wouldn't get in your fucking ass Jeez, so much. Oh Jesus! <laughs> no, I just know that um, from. Well, from everything that we've just learned that black people have had. Well, we were talking about women's rights. You know, Mm -hmm. when when black men got any rights that they were able to fight for, black women were still less than. So black women are behind you in the getting what they are are deserved of. So they said that in here. And I'm going to ask the question, though. Right. I don't think aside from the current state of misogyny, which, you know, that's That's enough. Well, well, hear me out. Hear me out. Aside from the current state of misogyny that could be attributed to like rap music and so on and so forth, which, you know, ain't but 30, 40 years old. I don't know that black women. I don't know. I don't know that black women to the black man outside of some oppressive, oppressive shit was below the black man. I'm going to guess black women Wait, make bef- less on the dollar than no, no, black no, no. men. They ain't got shit to do with, 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 with the black man, how much no, money no, she no, makes. No, no, I'm just saying, like you said, you said it yourself, of black women have their own problems. That, so, like, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. The white man is a, the most misogynistic person in the world. Yeah. Black Jeff. people, black men... <laughs> Were maybe they are now due to rap music and some other shit. I'm just a Mexican sitting on the sidelines. I'm just <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how misogynistic Mexicans are, but I know black Very. men not that inherently or at least historically not that misogynistic. Like there was a lot of yeah, female I, and, and especially with slavery when they gave black women you know white people gave black women so many opportunities to flip the power structure of the black family but i mean we know like all the the powerful black people they got queens wasn't nobody yeah, calling them white bitches and hoes in 1960 mm-hmm. <laughs> there was there were there were black female leaders that spoke now they did say if you actually read some books on the, on, on martin luther king they talked about the misogyny in the civil rights movement. 
And it was light work. It was there, but it was light work. There were female speakers in the Black Panther Party. There were female speakers. Black men for the, I mean, you, it could be, it could be said comparatively, that, absolutely. Yeah, it could be said that for all times, women was gonna be fucked over. But that might just be a forever thing. I mean, kids got less rights than adults. I mean, some stuff oh, is shit. just a little beyond us, is it not? But no, I know what you're saying. In the you said, well, that's white men being the oppressors. But yeah. Yeah. I don't think in other it's, words, it's yeah. not equal and it's not necessarily a black man's fault. That's not for me to say. But I mean, if it's not, then it's still dealing with white men in the way of being pressed down harder than. But it's like you're saying with water, you know. Okay, that's such yeah. a, a small amount that yeah. what can like, you sure, do? I so, guess. Yes, but, I, I hear um, your yeah. message. I hope it goes out to all the. The black women that need to hear it, and if they get mad at you, it's amen, not on me. Amen. I mean, they, they're already mad. It happens, but it's just, <laughs> look, my whole thing, you know, it has just been, and of course, I'm a comedian, so I do it in, you know, a humorous fashion. It's just, hey, you are uberly important, more so than you think. So, you know, fucking get with it. Stop with the fucking nagging and the no, fucking Lord. meme reading. Relationship goes, bitch, do you know how much more important you are? Get to work. But, you know, that's just funny. <laughs> Maybe I got to stop being funny and then make it real and then people will get along with it. Not call them bitch when I say you're important. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, thank you for stopping by there, Ron. Yeah, man, this is a fucking two-week project, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, for those listening, they've, that it's, was it's just... It's two clicks. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that it's been... Uh, well, yeah, I will. Two weeks. I will task you all with 2:20 this. Two twenty a.m. Huh. I will tax you all with this. Do it. Watch two, three, and four by your lonesome, and then you know either podcast about it or just fucking talk to each other about it. But it's, it's very interesting. It's very entertaining. It's very insightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, to all the other people, watch Hidden Colors. You might have to buy it because a white man won't put it on Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, or Quibi. It's too powerful for that. Yes. You know, so you got to straight up just buy this bitch. Quibi. Yeah. You know. You know yeah. how many you know how many episodes of Quibi that would be? Quibi's five minute fucking thing. <laughs> that, how's that possible? I mean, Kevin I, Hart got a new ten, show on Quibi. It's a ten minute long show. <laughs> is it? The whole design of Quibi is is quick bites. That's what it like stands That's for. That's what it stands for? Quick bites, yeah. Oh, I don't have Quibi. Yeah. I didn't know that. And didn't like even. so they're making shows that the shows are like ten minutes long. An episode. Well, no, I watch know. TikTok and yeah. That was what they they thought would take off. Or so something. you wanna you wanna talk about yourself? Do you wanna plug things for those people that have been listening for the entire time? Shit, motherfucker, <laughs> man! Look, bro, you know, check out my mixtape, Kill Whitey, Kill that- Whitey. No, um. How many volumes of Kill Whitey do you got? Man, don't worry about that, white man. <laughs> see, that's the problem. White man always trying to find out how many volumes I got. You know, so you can take my shit out. Sure, yeah, all. of course it is, the fan. Don't worry about that, cracker ass. Cra- no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> follow me at Comedian Ron T on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, YouTube and all that good shit. I got some things coming out. I think I might be doing a radio show on Netflix. Uh, you know, I got my uh, five-year... Uh, four episode show Van Cook Meals in other words this existed since 2017 I got like seven I got one episode a year which you know I'm always saying I'm going to start back up but always be on the lookout for that 
And I'm trying to get my fan page on Facebook the size of Jeff Horace, who <laughs> fucking grew his from uh, culturally appropriating black shit. Hey, well, that's what you got to do. And Netflix don't give a fuck about you. So, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, I'm going to have my fan page without any industry concern for me whatsoever. <laughs> And Jeff you, has you'll, you'll taken have no advantage. fans, and you'll make all the money for being on TV. Whatever. So, you know, we can both uh, I ain't got look at shit. what the other man's got. Jeff, Jeff has taken advantage of black plight oh, and Jesus. black culture, and that's why he has everything he has in his life right now, including this fucking FUBU shirt he's wearing <laughs> right now, and these Jordans, hey, and this part well, he I'm has in his hair. I'm going to ask very politely to my Mexican girlfriend to keep this part out of the show because <laughs> it is too important. You don't want the listeners to know that you have a fucking part in your hair with a John B. haircut while wearing a FUBU shirt and Jordans right now? Hey, if it's a John B. haircut, then my Mexican girlfriend had to fucking do it because I wow. haven't had a real haircut. In wow. I don't know what that is. Minutes. John B. is uh, is the name of a, of a white artist. <laughs> oh. I don't know the last time he's... Been he made artist. the song with Tupac, Girl, it's all right. It's not Girl, it's all right. But, uh, what is this? Are you still down? No idea. Doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah. Follow me on all that stuff. Check my stuff out. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. Keep listening to uh, this podcast and tell somebody else. And, and when they put it up on YouTube, like I know they're going to, which it doesn't fucking make any sense not to have your fucking podcast on the biggest media platform on the fucking planet. When they do it, click subscribe and like and share. It's not that hard. People always watch videos and they'll never subscribe. Yeah, they, they really think do. I don't people, have people to. People listen to, to, for two hours and then they won't be like they won't click like. I'm subscribe. like, well, you liked it. Just you listen to the whole fucking thing. <laughs> it ain't gonna take nothing from you. It's not gonna make it come up in your notifications. It only helps the podcast to like and subscribe. So yeah, Ron said so. So you have to. All yep. right. All right. Cool. Thanks for listening. Yes. Hope you guys enjoyed the third part of. Uh, our interpretation and discussion on the docu-series Hidden Colors, episode one, or yes, volume one. Volume one of Hidden Colors. And thank you, Ron Taylor, for joining us. Thanks for suggesting the film. Thanks for uh, watching it with us and discussing it with us. We are on the Planet Ant Podcast Network. That's planetantpodcast.com. Planet Ant is a Black Box Theater in Hamtramck, Michigan. We also have a live series every Saturday on the Planet Ant live network, and it's called Hungry as a Horse. So check that out. We cook vegan meals. Yeah, it's, it's laid back. It's interactive. Uh, we talk to some people that are friends, family, strangers. Yeah, so follow Planet Ant on all social media. We're on their Facebook Live, their YouTube, their uh, Twitter feed. So check them out. Follow them, Planet Ant D-E-T, which stands for Detroit, Planet Ant Detroit. Google it. It'll come up everywhere. And check out maskmarket.com for every mask that you purchase. They donate a mask to an organization in need. Uh, They are also a Detroit-based company as well. Uh, So... We are happy to support Detroit and happy to support uh, any business that is uh, helpful and supporting others. Uh, Use the coupon code JEFF10 for 10% off. You can design your own mask, have it exactly how you want it, or you can pick from one of their many designs. And check out FreshBalls.com. Are your balls not so fresh sometimes? How about your breasts? 
Sometimes do they sweat? Well, they've got solutions for you. Go to freshballs.com. There's fresh balls for your balls. There's fresh breasts for your breasts. Fresh feet. Fresh feet for your feet. Ass wipes for your ass. There's a whole fresh body product line. They got shampoo. Body wash. Body wash. That's the other word. And use the coupon code JEFF10 for 10% off of your order. Check them out. And check out Bugs Apparel. They are a Australian apparel company. Uh, they have some fantastic shirt designs that uh, we have been lucky enough to, to get our hands on that we really enjoy. Uh, they got some amazing and talented artists with a plethora of uh, art and designs on their t-shirts. They're very cool. Very they cool. have kitties that look like ice cream cones and <laughs> kitties that look like banana splits and kitties that look like shrimps, but they're kitties. And they have things that are other other things other than kitties, but yeah, I that, really like the kitties. Yeah, that that's just more of a personal favorite. But for those of you that think that that's a little bit over the top, I mean, they have just very creative ideas like uh, Winnie, like, like Wu-Tang, but instead of Wu-Tang, it says Poo-Tang and it's Winnie the Pooh. It, but it's it's still in the same logo as you guys get it. It's, it's great. It's a good time. It's a good time. Very nice people. Awesome. And check out nextsofa.com. Use the coupon code Jeff15 for 15% off of your order at nextsofa.com. Um, it's, a, it's a lot better than a neck pillow. It's a neck pillow, but with uh, some sturdiness that can actually do more than just be comfortable and actually help your posture and help your... Uh, your neck and or back problems in general. It's very comfortable and they have a cold pack, which it's 100 degrees in Los Angeles right now. So I think I'm going to get your cold pack out of the refrigerator and and wear it right now. You should. So thank you guys for listening. And we will be back in a matter of days, I'm telling you, because our next episode, we have T-Murph comedian from chicago he is one of the stars of the tv show woke which is a hulu original and i'm so excited to get that out for you guys to listen to yeah we have a fantastic uh discussion uh about uh, a show that we really enjoyed uh watching the the whole series uh he's a good friend of ours as well so uh i I think you guys are really gonna enjoy it so go binge woke on hulu and then listen to our episode with the interview with T. Murph, and you'll enjoy it even more. Absolutely. So thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you. Love you. Peace. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.